Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to a very special Scaredy Boys Christmas edition, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Krampus. When his dysfunctional family clashes over the holidays, Max gets disillusioned and turns his back on Christmas. Meanwhile, this lack of festive spirit unleashes the wrath of Krampus, a demonic force of ancient evil intent on punishing non-believers. All hell breaks loose as beloved holiday icons take on a monstrous life of their own, laying siege to the fractured family's home and forcing them to fight for one another if they hope to survive. You better watch out. (laughs) (laughs) Who, I think, um, was it Dan on Twitter who put us onto this one? Suggested we watch this for Christmas? Maybe. I think it was Dan. I believe that's right. Yeah. Um, Thanks, mate. This movie was fucking wild. Oh, it was. (laughs) Do you know what was great about this movie? Is it's like, I hate this movie, and it's it's currently at zero, everyone. Mm. And now it's at 120, and you didn't even get a chance to blink. Yep. Like, fuck. Great cast. Great cast. Good cast, for sure. What I liked about it was that it started off and it had the very familiar trappings of a Christmas movie. You've got a kid who loves Christmas and he's getting bullied for it, but, you know, the spirit's still there. You've got the lovely Omar or whatever grandma's name was. And then all of a sudden, you're literally in a nightmare horror zone. It's, uh, it was great. I was reading a great thing in that just about Christmas movies in general, which is like, hi, I'm an adult in a Christmas movie. I don't believe in Santa. However, I have never bought gifts for my children every year. They just appear. Right. And I just assume that that's fine. Yeah. So based on, based on this film, mm. in the universe of Krampus, Santa exists, mm-hmm. right? Because the inverse of Santa exists. So it's like if you believe, Santa will help you. If you don't believe, Satan. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I love the description. I think it was in the film, but that Krampus is Santa's shadow. (laughs) That's cool. And then hence the reason that he's got all the demonic versions of all these wonderful Christmas things that are suddenly horrific and awful. But I did, it was genuinely a lot of fun. We did talk about this. The tone of the film was... Confusing. Look, I was talking with you this before we started, Damo, uh, and you might just feel free to jump in. I was thinking about this movie today before we recorded this, and I was like, what the fuck, actually, what's that about? And uh, 
I had a good time, but um, what are the rules of this horror film? I don't know. It gets stuck between like it's it could genuinely be a family holiday film, yeah. but then it also kind of wants to be a really scary horror film. Yeah. And then for the most part, it's just CGI gingerbread men. Yeah, like, like that's the thing. You had this scene where they're in the attic, and you've got that those awful. You've got the angel doll oh. thing that was. Literally, and yeah. the big Jack in the Box and the, the Jack in the Box worm thing that just was swallowing children whole, and that that was for me as a scaredy boy, generally like, oh, that's awful. I kind of, oh, I don't know, I don't want to watch that. And then we cut to what's his name fighting the gingerbread in the kitchen, and that was goofy, yeah. silly fun. That scene is like the perfect example of the tone of this movie. Yeah, it just goes back and forth. Like it's so weird that within the attic, you've mm. got the terrifying and then they're kind of silly. Yeah, like literally ends with the dog eating one of the gingerbread. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know. But even like earlier than that, you have the unsettling thing and they're looking outside and you can see shadows running and the snowmen are appearing and there's some genuinely creepy oh, yeah. shit. And then CGI gingerbread goblins. Yeah. It's like if Grandma del Toro had started remaking Gremlins and then quit the project and another like hack for hire director right, came in, came yeah. in yeah. and just like did something like, like do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Cause yeah. Because it's just, look, it was fun. It was entertaining. I had a good time. Don't know if I'd ever watch it again. Is it a good movie? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> yeah, well, like you said, like definitely had a good time during it, but then at the end there was something left unfinished. Like like you had a like you had a meal of McDonald's and you're like, but I'm still hungry afterwards. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the experience, but I'm still hungry for yeah. something. I, I do, I will say this, and you know, sp- sp- spoilers, I guess, but uh, I did actually like the end. I got really angry, and I'm sure you, we all did. Yeah that it was going to fake us out with the it was all a dream. But I did like the double reveal of, oh, no, no, it's 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 not a dream. Uh, this is this is what happens. Uh, everyone's actually fucked. But also, what happened to the rest of the people in the neighbourhood? Are they all dead? Dead. I think, like, I'll or are they the sure. whole town? Or are they snow globes as well? Maybe. But, like, again, what are the rules? Did they all get punished because he, he doesn't believe? That's a lot of pressure on a boy. Mm. He's a piece of shit. Tell you what, Max. Fuck, all you had to do, all you had to do was send that letter to Santa. Oh, actually, you know what? You know who else is a piece of shit? Grandma. Yeah. At any yeah. point during that all film. All she had to do was speak English at the start. <laughs> oh, just tell them. Fuck. All she had to do was when he's writing that letter, be like, oh, I don't really believe anymore. She's like, you have to believe because if you believe in Santa, if you mm. don't believe in Santa, the evil version of Santa will come and murder your whole fucking yeah. family. Also, like, the people who are punished in this movie don't all deserve punishment. No. Especially the sister The, at the sister start. gets killed yeah. horrifically early on. Mm. She's kind of half redeemable. Yeah. Well, she no, she was. I mean, she sort of gave her brother a bit of guff about, oh, you still believe in Santa, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. But otherwise, she was fine. That's just general sibling banter. Yeah. yeah. There are a lot worse characters who lasted a lot longer. Yeah. But even like, you know, the uncle who started out as a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. And then did some nice things. We were like, oh, he's okay. He didn't really have like a big send off. No. He just kind of like went outside and was gone. Yeah. Once the elves, I think it was. Well, they jumped, jumped on the back of the. The, the, yeah. the Jack in the Box to save his daughter. So again, redeemed himself. Yeah. But I thought like the 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 angel, Tony Collette's character having the family angel mm. would become a bigger deal. And oh, yeah. It just sort of did. Like, yeah, it, it, it pulled on a few threads but didn't really yeah. go anywhere with them. And I mean, like as, as fun and creepy and kooky as the other things were, mm. just having Krampus on his own would have been fucking terrifying yeah, as well. Yeah. His first appearance, what is he? Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, actually, we talked about this while watching it too. Like, one of the things in Max's letter was that he wishes he could spend more time with his sister. Yes, don't kill the sister off. As the, she's the first character to get wiped out, yeah, have right. her at the end, and they're spending time together. Yeah, yeah, it was just weird. And the mall too—that was weird. And I thought that's what this movie was going to be because it it set itself up to be 
like Christmas movie, almost family friendly, but then of course, in the worst possible way, he gets his wish. He gets yeah. to spend time with his sister. He gets closer. Mum and dad don't, you know, talk more and all this sort of stuff. That rebuilding of the family together through this awful, horrific scene would have had a. Re- and then, you know, as a family, they managed to defeat Krampus and his minions. Yeah. I think that would have been no, such I a. I don't satisfying- mind them losing. You don't, I don't mind, mind them losing. It's different. It's that because I think your horror film is either. Bleak or it's triumph. Yeah. And this is bleak, which is okay. Yeah. And again, I, I kind of dug that ending. You know what I hate? What? A bad, like, sacrifice. Yes. And you've got plenty of them in this movie. But oh, yeah. Adam Scott's one where he's like, you guys go, go, I'll take this. They don't gain anything from him standing there and, like, shooting at the right. monster. Yeah. Like, also, what is that? I don't even know. At first, when it first happened in the movie, I thought it was Krampus under the ground. Mm. Yeah, me too. But I don't know if it is. Maybe it's just the snow. But yeah, if he had jumped in the car as. The adult who actually knows how to drive a snowmobile it was or whatever dumb it was. shit that all the all the parents kept going, <laughs> like sacrificing themselves terribly, yeah. So that the children who are like under ten, right. you drive this big snowmobile, yeah, ridiculous. Oh. And even the grandma, how she didn't want to leave the house, like the amount of time they wasted with her closing the door and then her son Adam Scott telling her, yeah. "No, you've got to come with us." And then for what? Krampus came down, gave her one look, yeah. opened up his bag, and she was done. I think the kid was like to the dad, oh, she she wants us to get away. <laughs> right. Just communicate. Just yeah. be like, I'm yeah. going to draw his attention. You get to the snowmobile and- I didn't mind the idea of her finally facing up against Krampus to save her family, which is what she didn't do last right. time. But again, it was for naught. She, he pushed her over like a wet paper towel. Like she was nothing. Should have set him on fire. I mean, you know, that's, that's our go-to solution. Also- <laughs> I want a Krampus to wink. Oh, so oh did yeah. I. Although I will say, how fucking cool is that flashback, like animation. animated sequence? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all the all, like the design of this was awesome. Like the 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 puppets or whatever they were were generally like you said, Guillermo del Toro, very esque that sort of thing. Yep. And the Krampus design was fucking sick too. Oh yeah. Like once you actually saw, like he was the size and the looming of him was pretty damn good. Yeah, it was cool. And then once you saw the face, like holy. Crap. He's deeply upsetting. He's I don't want anything upsetting. to do with this yeah. scent. Just wanted to wink, though. I mean, he doesn't have any eyelids. I tell you what it would have been really great if they actually just started with a kid coming down thinking he's caught Santa in the act and oh. it turns around and it's Krampus's face looking at him. Oh, I mean, I guess that's what it, what, does it want to be gremlins or does it want to be scary? It doesn't yeah. know. Yeah. It doesn't know. And look, again, I loved the movie. I had a great time. I think I gave it three stars. I think I might have too. I mean, it was fun. But I think it's one of those movies that's like, you enjoy it while it's happening. Hey, tell you what it was. Brisk. Yeah. Nice tight 90, 80 minutes. That's what it's I love. The the ideal time of a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As one thing horror has going for it, usually it is under two hours. Yeah. They pretty much usually just give you enough to go, oh, these these people are all right. Yeah. Cool. Now let's watch them slowly get destroyed yeah. or quickly get destroyed in this case. Yeah. But even like giving you enough, like they made both, they made his family look like shit and then they made the other part of his family look worse. And it was like, everyone sucks. Yeah, everyone does kind Everyone of does. I don't want these. But, uh, hang on, guys. Are we supposed to, are we supposed to actually be on Krampus's side? <laughs> Probably. Is he actually the protagonist of this film? But are we supposed weird? to care about Krampus? Because they, they have like Adam Scott answer a phone call as if it's like, oh, I thought you weren't going to be uh, working. And he's like, oh, it's business, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then the even worse parent comes. I don't know, yeah. it's just weird. The ones who leave the baby outside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, oh, I love that. <laughs> I do love I do love the bait and switch though, where he's like the big gun nut who loves everything yeah. and you know Adam Scott's getting bullied for being a Boy Scout, but then all the Boy Scout shit is what's keeping him alive. Cool. Yeah, that yeah. That was nice. I did like that. I like the, the and you know, the idea that you just have to keep the fire going. 
That was cool. That was very good. And you know, the minute they let their guard down. Again mm. though, if she was if if the grandma communicated that better. Right. Rather than she just at one point was like, keep the fire going, and everyone's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah. If she if she was to say, if we keep the fire going, we will survive. <laughs> right. Everyone, you know, they could have taken shifts to stay awake. She could have just said, by the way, there's this thing called Krampus. It exists. It's coming for us instead yeah. of just sort of silently stoking the fire. Also, speak English if you can speak English. Yeah. Like, why are you using the 12-year-old to communicate? Oh, I do love, I do. One of my favorite things in a movie where someone's speaking another language is where, so one character speaks in that language and the other character is kind of translating for them, will like translate for everybody else. Yeah. But then when they talk to one another, one of them's still speaking English, which I know mm. happens. I mean, mm. that's a thing, but- I just love that dumb trope in like, I'll, I'll translate. I also love that the 12-year-old boy speaks fluent German. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's down with the kids. The kids love speaking German these days, so they're all fluent. <laughs> <laughs> and like like their dad speaks German and like I think speaks German to her at one point. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm like, I get. it seems. Because that's, that's your son. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, Adam Scott's character is, is, is her kid. So, yeah, yeah, he would speak German. Yeah. But yeah, just the idea of like having this 12-year-old boy be like, no, nah, I'm fluent in German. Mm. And then it's like, what a surprise. You brought murder Santa to our house. <laughs> the little boy who speaks fluent German isn't, is a bad guy. <laughs> All right. So question, were we scared? Uh, not particularly. There were times of like yeah. a bit of anxiety. Yeah. I think, I think uh, Jack in the Box Worm was the closest I came to being scared. Yeah, very unpleasant. Yeah, I kind of wasn't ready for it either because we'd seen the Jack in the Box previously with the sister, Yeah, but it wasn't like a big reveal other than yeah. I think the fairly stereotypical she got pulled under the car or whatever it was. The one that the two, so the two bits that were a little bit creepy were the bits where the cousins are going up the stairs in the mm. attic. Fuck, guys, we haven't touched on the MVP of the film, which is Auntie Doris or Bertha or whatever mm. her name was, the aunt, the fucking alcoholic oh, yeah, yeah. teaching him oh, how to make yeah. mint peppermint schnapps. She's pretty good. She was excellent. She was very she good. She had a good actually. big hero moment too where she just she got the shotgun and just pumped rounds into <laughs> yeah. everything. Yeah. Tony Collette felt like she was in a different film to everyone else. She was acting in a different caliber to everybody else. Yeah. Mm. I think you just get that with Tony That is Collette. just the natural caliber, yeah. I think. You put her in anything and all also, of a sudden. I also found that all right, particularly in the attic, Anything that Tony Collette faced was genuinely horrifying. Yeah. Whereas some of the other characters got the sillier. Like she's getting hung at one point. Yeah, she was getting like hung at one point. Holy shit, there's like so much that happened in this film. I've forgotten half of this. By the fact, we watched it two days ago. The witch is in the fireplace pulling oh, a yeah. very slack jawed kid out. Mm. <laughs> Literally, I don't know one word. He never spoke. He never right. spoke. Big fan. Big fan. <laughs> Probably couldn't. Probably didn't know how. No. Probably inbred. <laughs> <laughs> but when she was pulling him out and turns and sees a gingerbread, which is such, that's the most like cartoonish of all the, the horrors. But then her scream and reaction. She shuts legit. down. Yeah. yeah. Because you would. Because you wouldn't be like, oh, what the fuck is creepy? You'd, you'd, I don't know about you guys, but if the thing that I like to eat was suddenly like, I'm going to eat you, yeah. I would probably piss myself and go into a yeah. coma. <laughs> Unless you are the slack-jawed kid who's like, oh, this big hook's just come down the chimney with a gingerbread man on it. I'll just eat it straight also, from the I've hook. been told. <laughs> yes. Although, can he comprehend speech? <laughs> I don't think so. I fucking love, too, how they get him. Literally, the, like, the gingerbread comes down <laughs> hanging from the hook. Yeah. It does the pan of the room and just stops on him and he's like... <laughs> Yeah. Like he smells it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, man, that fat kid's fucked. <laughs> He's in trouble. <laughs> he went fishing. He went fishing. And this is where it's like bringing Leia, those Home Alone-esque jokes in. But then again, the tone switches straight back to, okay, now it's horror. And then, yeah, he gets pulled up the chimney. 
mum and dad really aren't too distraught in that moment, I wouldn't say. But then when we go outside and there's that little snowman version of him, that was creepy. Yeah. That was fucked. Because I was like, is that, is, that why, is that why there are more and more snowmen right. appearing on the properties? Because they turn into them. So. Mm. But then they didn't do anything with it. The other scene I was going to say yes. was the scene when they go to the attic and you hear the, the sister's voice and she's like, it's, hey, come and help me. Yeah, and it's yeah. just a bit wrong and you know it's not the sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know they're fucked. Well, we, we were, we did sort of kept waiting for the sister to come back at some point. We're like, well, no, 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 no. She Because the tone of this movie is all over the shop. Well, because it just, from a writing point of view, it just seemed like such a waste yeah. to kill her first. And also we never saw, like, we saw her talking to her boyfriend right. at the start of the film and she was, you know, going off through the blizzard yeah. very wisely to his house, but then we never saw him again. So it's kind of- Johnny Bongwarner, where was he? Him. Right. Yeah. You've set him up to be a bad decision, yet there's no you yeah. know, reward from him getting slayed. As well as the parents just go- Oh, there's a blizzard. Be back in an hour. How good's the scene where the two parents are staring out the window at the blizzard and then the kid comes at the end of the scene and goes, it's gotten dark outside. <laughs> this is a problem. And they go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, mate. I guess the movie's no good, guys. <laughs> yes. Nah, it's fucking, there's some solid shit in it. Fuck. It's fun. But again, there's, there are some, the, the elves are scary. Yeah. Krampus is scary. The fucking angel of death is terrifying. Yeah, half, see, half the toys were scary, and then half weren't. Like the bear and the robot shrug. Who cares? Yeah. But then the the angel. I could, ta- I could take a bear or a robot. I could take a bear. Yeah. Yeah. Gingerbread man. Yeah, probably. Don't waste your bullets on them. Fucking. You can literally eat them. I mean, yeah. the kid did have a bite. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices. Down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So, well, did we think our characters acted wisely? Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes they did. Like, But again, so like grandma, very wise. She knows the rules. She keeps the fire stoked. Yeah. Unwise though, not telling anyone what the fuck's going right. on. Withholding crucial information. You know what, Nan? You fucking deserve to yeah, die. Yeah, yeah. You piece of shit. And there was a lot of those things where someone's holding a gun the the thing shows up that's horrific and awful, and they're all standing there in shock until someone says, "Shoot it." I would argue, though, could that potentially be a real reaction? Would you be so shocked I mean, that you? 
I don't Probably, know. but that's when I like Again, where... piss myself comatose. Yeah, but when I like Aunt Bertha doesn't hesitate. She starts firing rounds oh, she's like drunk. nothing else. <laughs> she's, I mean, she's had more than enough She's snaps. not entirely sure that what she's seeing is real. She's just going. Yeah. She's potentially just shot four innocent children who've come to sing carols. Yeah. She thinks they're her grandkids. They... She doesn't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I hate them. I hate them all. <laughs> but no, I... I... I mean, and then like Tony Collette does some clever things. Adam Scott's like easily the the most resourceful. Even mm. Max does like an intelligent thing, trying to like reason with it, like sacrificing himself for the family members. Max doesn't have a lot to do during Agreed. the middle stages. Yeah, of the movie, if he's though. our protagonist, which he definitely is, he really doesn't he do just disappears much. Disappears from it. Yeah, I mean, if you meant to give your protagonist choices, yeah. he doesn't have any choices. Also, the grandma knows what causes Krampus to come. Be more active in not letting Max lose hope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, that's very good. And then even once he does, if grandma is basically playing Home Alone yeah. and setting up fortifications- And no and one knows what she's and no one she just, she's losing Exactly. We mind. see her potting around in the background yeah. and she's actually setting up this amazing arsenal for when Krampus and his minions show up. Right. That would have been cool. Instead, she just- Stoked the fire. Yeah, to be fair, letting the 14-year-old and the 10-year-old mm. boy be the- Like, Tony Collette could have gotten that fucking car. Yeah. Like, at any point, the people who've said, as you've said, the sacrifices are pointless. Mm. Yeah. Like, Grandma, they- be more alert to when they bring Krampus's sack into the house. Yes. She's she's ready for something off to come. Yeah. And yet there's a big sack at the door. Someone brings it in, and then we don't worry about it. Yeah, she's the real failure in this movie. <laughs> but also, the sister knows now, like, at that point that something's wrong. And she's like, oh, this mysterious sack that I found outside, now that I know that there's a demon Santa, I better open these presents. <laughs> yeah, she's irrational too. Doesn't she know... But she opens them after her son's been taken, doesn't she? Yeah, so I think because oh, yeah. we had the fire, the tree burnt, so I think she's rewrapping some of the presents that got burnt. Yeah, and, and maybe just got included mixed up. them. Yeah, I can I can get behind that a little bit. Mm. It's the decision to let their daughter go out in the blizzard at the start that's oh, pretty bad, ridiculous, fucking baffling. Because that's not even like a horror thing. That's just there is a even 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 like before you know about the supernatural element. It is a fucking blizzard that's knocked out the power. Right. It is so bad out there. You're going to send your daughter down the road to buck her boyfriend. Like, again, even even like I'm just thinking of like you, you, you're you not going to send your 15, 16-year-old daughter to her sketchy fuck. And he's right. clearly sketchy. And there is literally a throwaway line from Tony Collette where she's like, it's anywhere, you know, Adam Scott's like, oh, but it'll be fine. She'll be staying there. Mm. And Tony Collette's like, that's worse. That's worse. So why did you let her go? Yeah. You've got the perfect excuse. Ah, no, sweetheart. There's a blizzard outside. No, no, I'm sure, you know, and, and then maybe she can run away. But don't give her permission to leave. That's just... Right. Does, although, hang on, guys. Because we don't ever establish the rules of this universe, mm. does Krampus make everybody fucking stupid? <laughs> Is he like a lazy demon and is he like, oh, I better do my magic to make everyone a big, dumb fuckhead? Yeah, right. let's go with that. Yeah, so that it's easier to catch them. An old lady, she's... She's already been exposed to his magic, so she's she's clued in. Is it in the early stages? Is a little light on for seeing people get killed? Yes. Well, it did have a PG rating, which I actually read basically because Christmas movies are hard things to sell, especially horror Christmas movies. So basically, they were pitching this film, and until they agreed to give it a PG rating, it didn't get funded. As soon as the PG you rating, came you can tell it's PG thirteen because there's no blood. Right. Exactly. And of, often the deaths happen off screen and this yeah. sort of stuff. Which does, again, it just fucks with that tone so much more. I think if you're going to start the movie in the mall, 
it would have been good to meet more of the neighbours. Mm. And then in the early stages of the movie, you can see Krampus killing the neighbours. Yes. I, it was so baffling to have the daughter go out. Like, I, I thought for sure they were going to be like, all right, you can go, but you have to take one of your cousins with you. Yeah. And her cousin was going to get picked off. Yeah. So weird they killed the daughter. Mm. Yeah, that early. Mm. That early. Ballsy if you do it late. Well, it was just ballsy in general. Because it just, Yeah. I would never would have guessed they would have done that. No, even once it happened, we're still like, no, 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 she'll come back somehow. It wasn't until the end of the movie that I was like, oh, fuck, she's gone. <laughs> she's yeah. done. It was weird. So well, how would we How would we? or what's a wise way to survive in this Krampus I world? I mean, guys, I'm just going to put it out there. You actually can't survive. Yeah, I agree. Mm. There's actually no way. The only way to survive is if you are the person that he deems your punishment is to know that he's been here and killed everyone. Mm. Factor in two that it's really late in the day that you actually find out what is happening. Yeah, true. It's yeah. not until the grandma... Would say to us, oh, yeah, here's my backstory. You go, oh, cool, Krampus mm. is here to kill us. Mm. You would just think weird shit had been happening. And then even- so How even, do you even defend against something you don't even know what it is? Correct. And even if the rule is just, all right, keep- So obviously the way to survive is to keep the fire lit so right. you can't get in. Yep. Don't open those presents. But then at the same time, like, then the elves just smash through the window. Yeah. Yeah, which makes the whole fire thing- The fire thing. Like, and they, they put the fire out in yeah. like a second. I would so, love it so if the fire in. was more of an important thing. Well, like, yeah. he, I, I like I like the, the, the law behind that. Of like, mm. Oh, it's great, yeah. He can't come in unless the fire's out, so he- Makes everything cold. Yeah. Yeah. So that all the all the fires go. Which out. is it's also great because fire is our default form of attack for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally. So you know what? We'd win. We'll be like, we love fire. This. We just set the whole fucking town on It'll fire. We immediately throw the Christmas tree in the fire. Come place. on, come on, Merry Christmas, son of a bitch. You <laughs> filthy animal. I, I thought the grandma was gonna light the house on fire. The, oh, okay. And try or, and kill it. Yeah, try to light Krampus on fire. I yeah. mean if grandma really wanted to sacrifice herself. Throw yourself on the fire. Yeah. Throw yourself on the fire, Grandma. Do something decent with she your sacrifice. She should have made a bomb and then like blew herself up. I, yeah. But again, here's the thing, right? We we do all that. We might survive. But like the elves will kick down the doors and put the fire out. And then at the end of the day, even if like one of us is the one left, we mm. reason with Krampus and he's like, no, you're in a snow globe forever. No one, like you can't win. You, you actually can't, can't beat him. Mm. It's a hopeless situation. It is. I've got to be honest, the snow globe forever thing doesn't seem that bad. Well, yeah, but no, think about it. They hate one another. Yeah, but they kind of worked it out, right? Like, didn't they? Well, I think the idea is that they can never leave. Right. I mean, yeah, they're, I mean, not, they're not leaving. But the problem get, with it is right. that it's not even like, oh, you're trapped reliving the same day again. Mm. It's you're trapped reliving the period from when you wake up to when you go downstairs. <laughs> True. Because that's when they figure it out. He picks, He opens his present. It's the bell. It's the bell. So you're Everyone thinking- seems to remember everything and then, oh. So you're thinking at that point it resets. Maybe. Or what well, is it? unless unless no, you didn't. Then they just. Uh, I think because was that the first instance, and so now they're just in there forever. But my gut feel is that the punishment is uh, that they are aware. So they hate one another. They don't mm. want to spend time with one another, but they're aware of what's happened. So they'll just kill each other eventually, won't they? Probably. And then Krampus will just shake it and be like, ah, fuck it, and throw it in the bin. Right. Well, so when I was reading up on this, there there is because of the ambiguity of the the ending there's two fan theories one is the one we're talking about that the angels fuck i cannot believe they're a fan theory they're <laughs> fucking incredible <laughs> That is fucking incredible. Isn't it amazing? Anyway, so the air girls and their family are trapped in the snow globe, condemned to repeat Christmas morning for eternity in a twisted version of hell. Or two, that it's actually a happy ending and the snow globe is Krampus's means of watching over them. So the director, he didn't say either way, but there has been a comic that's come out after this movie. <sighs> And the comic has murdered characters that are res- resurrected without any hint of a twist, basically showing that Krampus is willing to give people a second chance as long as they prove they've learned their lesson. So Max being brave enough to stand up to him and learn his lesson. And so the comic is sort of suggesting that actually 
this is a ha- this is a good ending. Like they've actually now they're being somehow protected by Krampus. Yeah, but it, it doesn't. I, I, I get behind that. I do, except the tone of the film doesn't belay that because in the last shot of the film is Krampus creeping away. You see thousands of snow globes, yeah, and then all of the watching monsters. Over them. But is he good or is he bad? Yeah, do you want Krampus watching over you? Is Santa not real? Is it just Krampus? There are oh, Krampus is Santa, and it's just the folklore's gotten Wrong. mixed. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, I well, like I mean, that a lot, actually. Yeah, that you better watch out. You better be good because, right. for goodness sake, Krampus will fucking murder the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah. I think they get another chance. That's what's happened. That's them realizing no, him. He's put them up there, and he's going to watch over them, make sure they don't fuck up again. You, you got you got one Christmas day, right? You get through this Christmas day, and at the end of the day, you still believe in harmony and Santa Claus and Christmas and shit. Or if you fuck it up, I will put your snow globe into. Hell's asshole. Yeah. That's what that thing was. It was come. It was hell's butthole. It's hell's big old butthole. Big yeah. spicy bum hole. I wouldn't read too much into all the creatures jumping out in the last shot. I think that's just your typical kind of. Oh, that was a cheap no, jump scare. No nonsense moment. jump scare. Yeah. So maybe we'd be fine. We'd end up in the snow globe, and of course, well, no, we're would, all friends. Would we be fine? Because the thing is, one of us has to stand up to Krampus to get that ending. Uh, well, also, boys, 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 boys. You're just counting a very small fact. Mm. Fucking love Christmas. This boy is not not believing. I quite like Cr- it as well. Krampus ain't coming to our house. I'm not gonna. So you're not th- you're not tearing up nah. your letter to Santa. I know this this contradicts our usual rule. Yeah. Of like, I just wouldn't go there anyway. But yeah. I'm not. This is different. I have to not believe in like the right. spirit of Christmas. Yeah. And I believe in the spirit of Christmas. Uh, so you're you're saying you've posted your letter three weeks in advance. You put extra stamps on just oh, for security. It. Yeah. And you know what? I sent letters for both of you. <laughs> okay, no, but say you're, the letter out, says, "Dear Krampus, come control. to my house, murder my friends." <laughs> say it's out of your control. Yeah. Like someone oh, else in your family. Someone else in my family has done it. Yeah. Well, then, no, but I'd, surely then I'm okay because I still believe. Oh, but then you're dead anyway. It's up to that person to face Krampus. But but isn't the logic, though, that because he's the last one, but when like, he well, gives up a, and summons Krampus? There was a baby there. Do you know what I mean? Like the baby still got punished for his disbelief. Yeah. Yeah, look. I mean, and that baby got punished for having shit parents who left it <laughs> out fucking true. side. Yeah, that baby probably better off, to be honest. But also, like, shouldn't Omar know that Santa's real if Krampus is real? Like, shouldn't she still have... Because well, she still does have belief because this is where he's getting it. Omar fucked up. Yeah. Omar fucked up. Omar twice. is the real villain of this piece. Fucked up twice. There was a time when we thought maybe she was Krampus. Also, the Krampus is based on a real thing. Not a real thing, but like no. a real myth, yeah? Where a guy, like, yeah. the idea is that you chase people down the street and beat them with a stick. <laughs> you whip them with a stick. Is that yeah. genuinely yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, it's just good holiday fun time. Fuck, I wish yeah. that had been just the movie. It's like he doesn't <laughs> kill people taking to hell. He just chases after them yeah. and spanks the shit out of them. I, I wish Omar was more traditional and forced her family every year to reenact the spanking. Yep. Come on, no pudding until you've spanked your grandma. <laughs> Winks included. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Winks Abs- all around. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, so let's say Krampus comes to our house. What what do we do? Do we die immediately? Do we do we defend? Does one of us stand up for Christmas? Tom, if you're such a big Christmas lover, do you think that would be enough for you to push oh, aside your cowardliness? I think I, no, but but again, I, I think I'd be fine. Even if one of you dickheads fucked up, I reckon mm. I wouldn't be taken out because I believed. Okay, you're not really working for the team here. No, okay. never does. No, <laughs> it never does. I don't know why I'm surprised. I mean, no, point. like I would have the courage to to Krampus. Well, no, because I wouldn't be like I, I fucked up Krampus. I stopped believing. I'd be like Krampus. What the fuck? I, I wouldn't reason with him. I'd right. fight with him. I'd be like, hey, you big piece of. Sh- 
I have made sure that I know the rules of any horror thing I'm encountering. So right. I'm not watching the ring video. Mm. I'm not fucking kicking over any fucking rocks. Right. I did everything I could and you still turned up. You know what? Fuck you. Take me to hell. Okay. And he will. Yeah, I know he will. Krabbers, if you're listening, I don't actually want to go to hell. <laughs> Krabbers reminds me of my... Uh, what grade was I in? Tenth grade. I thought you were going to say like a family member. No, no, no. <laughs> that this... one with our go-to's. What's his name? Uh, Satan. <laughs> yeah, we've all got we've all got one a family member like that. Now, it reminds me of my like tenth grade uh, maths teacher who was about similar proportions to Krampus and would wear these sweaters and was very intense yeah. and made everyone very nervous. But if you were a bit of a smart ass to him, which I'm, I was not that kid. I was never a smart ass. He liked you then. He respected you <laughs> pushing back a bit. Oh. Because there was this one time where he asked me, oh, what's the definition of something? But I had the textbook open in front of me. So I read it word for word. So he slowly walks up. He closes it in front of me and he said, all right, now what was it? But I just said it. And my short-term memory is pretty good. Yeah. So I said it back to him word for word. And he basically winked at me Krampus <laughs> style. And we were buds from then yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Krampus is the same. I think even if you just push back for whatever reason, whether it's because- you know, oh, I fucked up. Yeah, let my yeah, family yeah. go. Or fuck you, man. I love Christmas. How dare you? You big fucking grinchy piece of <laughs> shit. <laughs> grinchy piece of shit. I think he would be like, you know what? You're a bit of all right. Wink. Wink. And on that note, that's all the scaredy talk we Demo, have. Demo, stop. What? How dare you? What? How dare you? This was a big Christmas episode. So because it's Christmas, we decided after watching Krampus that we weren't done with our horror-themed Christmas. So we p- picked possibly... The spookiest horror film themed around specifically Christmas of all. Can I give the synopsis for it? You certainly can. The Muppets Christmas Carol <laughs> is a 1992 American musical fantasy comedy drama film adapted horror from, horror <laughs> slash horror adapted from Charles Dickens' 1843 novella A Christmas Carol, which tells the tale of Ebenezer Scrooge, miser extraordinaire who is held accountable for his dastardly ways during nighttime visitations by the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. It stars Michael Caine as Scrooge, Gonzo as Charles Dickens, Kermit the Frog as Bob Cratchit, and is one of the greatest movies of all time. It's true. <laughs> you, five stars. I mean, five stars. You yeah. also left out uh, Rizzo the Rat as himself. <laughs> <laughs> Rizzo and Gonzo made this film. Oh, well, that kiss. That kiss. That, we've, got, oh. we've got to go straight into that kiss. There is a moment in the film, and I highly recommend you watch it, when this episode comes out, maybe we'll put a gif out of this moment where Gonzo's they've fallen off the roof and Gonzo <laughs> being Gonzo who loves that shit is like, that was fucking incredible. And Rizzo's not as impressed. And there's like this beat where Gonzo's like, what? And they look at one another and then Rizzo just gives him like a little kiss on the nose. It's the most him. adorable fucking, it'll make you believe in magic and Christmas. Yeah. And love. And the, love. The three of us went wild. We were having a very good time, <laughs> but that's when it became vocal. We it, got very loud yeah. when that kiss happened. It elevated it. Now, to be fair, people probably hearing this and going, you pieces of shit, you copped out. You picked a, a fun Muppet movie. Oh. There are ghosts in this film. Therefore, it is technically horror. Spooky oh. ghosts. Oh, I, boy. I say to those people, you, just don't, you don't know how cowardly we are, sir. Yeah. <laughs> you also probably haven't watched Christmas Carol in a while because the ghost of Christmas past is the fucking worst oh, yes. thing in the world. I'd argue it's worse now than it was back then because oh. you expect like quality effects and what you mm. get is a death child. And <laughs> to be fair, I think, in my opinion, for 2019, 
the Christmas Carol, Muppet Christmas Carol, Ghost of Christmas Past mm. has usurped Lupita Nyong'o as the scariest oh. thing I saw this year. <laughs> Probably the scarier voice. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. A scarier face. Scarier everything, really. And you're not you're not ready for it because like this is a Muppet film. Yeah. Be, one of the Muppets will be the, the ghost, which is originally what they were going to do. They were going to have like Miss Piggy is one of them oh, and blah, blah, blah. Have. It's really out of place. It is really out of place, which is why it's actually genuinely a bit unsettling. I actually, no, to be fair though, I like that the ghosts – uh, cause like, could you imagine fucking having Kermit as a ghost of Christmas yet to come? <laughs> he just doesn't speak and just points at a tombstone. <laughs> a waste. Cause he's got one of the all time great oh. voice acting performance. Is it, has it been the same guy? No. So Jim Henson was obviously the original Kermit and he yeah. died. And then his son took over as Kermit, I think for a bit. And then there's another guy who's been doing him ever since. So the guy who was doing Christmas Carol and the guy who did the Muppets movie in 2011. Different person. Different, different person. people, yeah. Man, he nails it. Sean, he Sean, 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 we all know. Yeah. It's not about the puppeteer. It's about the character. It's about, it's about, the, it's about the felt man. <laughs> the green felt man. Who Honestly, is, he is the, the actor of our generation. People are going to be like, nah, Pacino, Nicholson. Bah! Mm, fuck off. Fuck off. Get out. Have you ever seen a them have the range of... A Kermit the Frog. With just one look or twist of his mouth, right. I will know if he's sad, happy, or frustrated. Mm, yep. Have you ever cried because a frog went, oh. <laughs> oh. Have you ever Have you ever seen a man portray the agonizing grief of losing his beautiful frog son better than Kermit the Frog? Just walking in the door and seeing his family being like... Trying to keep it together. Trying oh, to stay positive. It's, yes. it's the line, it's the line. I think he'll really like the the spot, the hill. Yeah. I think he would have really liked it. And you're like, there were some ducks. You buried he could look your at. fucking child. No, but even like the fact that the, I think yes, the, the ducks. No, the oh, I think yeah. the kids mention oh, it takes dad a little longer to walk home these days. Yeah, <sighs> and that's what I loved about this film is that it's a Muppets film. So it, it like I mean, all Muppets films generally do have a lot of heart, but this one, it it didn't play like a Muppets film. It was genuinely heartbreaking. And, like, even when I was reading up on it, it was saying, the reviews were saying, like, it's one of the few Christmas Carol versions where you actually see Tiny Tim be sick. Yep. Normally, yeah, he's got the crutch and all this sort of, yep. but he was coughing. Like, yep. like, oh, he's got pneumonia. He's This is fucking way back whenever. Yep. He's going to die. Yep. Yeah. It's, and it's, they don't they don't also bury the lead. Like, it's it's like word for word. They take stuff from the, the book. Also, it's also helped by the fact that Michael Caine is absolutely Fucking going for it in this movie. He's playing opposite puppets. Sorry, Muppets. Yes. And the man is like, you know what? I'm going to win an Oscar. He Can, should have. Should have. Can I give you my favorite fact that I found? I, I knew you got to like this fact. I saw oh. this. I immediately wrote it down. So when Brian Henson offered the role to Michael Caine, Michael Caine looked at him and he replied, I'm going to play this movie like I'm working with the Royal Shakespeare Company. I will never wink. I will never do anything Muppety. I'm going to play Scrooge as if it is utterly dramatic role and there are no puppets around me. And it works. Fuck. And it works so well. You immediately buy, oh, it works so well. How about my delight when I asked pretty early on, does Michael Caine sing in this movie? <laughs> and Damo was like, yeah, he has a line. Oh, he has a whole song. He has a whole song. <laughs> it's so good. It and I love, this, I love this movie. I watched it for like the last three years every Christmas, but I was like, Oh, I can't remember how I'm pretty sure he sings. I don't want to let Carney down. He had such a look of delight on his face. So I said, I think he's got a line in the song. <sighs> so beautiful. Because the question was actually when. Mm. When does he sing? And Damon, I'm like, when, he, when he's earned it. Oh, <laughs> when he's ready. When he's ready. When he's, fuck. I. It is an incredible movie. 
It really is. What I loved about it, the the love and care that clearly went into this film. Like, the I mean, the set design is phenomenal in my opinion. I I think it's amazing. It's a little incidental Muppet stuff. Yes, yes, oh, it is. Just like the world, like there's like a little Muppet up here. There's that creepy spider Muppet that like mm. works for the prostitutes or something. <laughs> I don't know. See so that scene though when Kermit's walking and you can just see that it's like the set spinning on like a yes. wheel or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is just so clever. Yeah, and then they even managed to get like the crane shots. Yeah, of their what's must be a model city, but yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm like oh, I'm yeah. believing it that this is ye old England. I, I really personally love that when it's Christmas Day mm. and he's doing all these nice things. It doesn't linger on what he does at his nephew's house. Instead, it invests the time in in what's happening with you know with Kermit and with Tiny Tim, and it's just. Fucking beautiful. Yeah. Breaks your heart. It does. And it's like with Michael Caine singing, as much as like, oh, are we going to see Michael Caine sing? That's going to be fun. It was also kind of beautiful because he doesn't have a good singing voice. No. no. He's but, he, doing, but again, he goes for he it. He goes for it. He gives 110%. The dancing. <laughs> he does this Ebenezer Scrooge dancing that is just one of the most beautiful things because he's just giving everything. You believe that he has learned his lesson and he just he doesn't have these cares anymore. It's so great. It's a joyous movie. It's a joyous it movie. It really is. And I'll, I'll watch it every Christmas now. Generally scary. I might watch it again. I, I'm thinking I might too. Mm. Just pop it on. Just... Kiss a rat. <laughs> Turn to my housemate, kiss him on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> it's both get infected, die the next day. Yeah, but you know. Those bloody rats. I've died happy. Yeah. yeah. Then I'll come and visit people as the ghost of Christmas past. And my Christmas past will be when I kiss that rat. <laughs> and got the plague. And I did love the, the Gonzo takers, uh, Charles Dickens, because obviously in the, in the book there is a strong narrator who isn't Dickens, it's just the narrator. Yeah. So the idea of bringing that out and having Charles Dickens actually narrate and go along as we go along. And then I also read that they chose Gonzo because they thought he was the Muppet least likely to be Dickens. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not refined, he's like falling off shit. Right. It's, I do, I tell you what, I do love it. He is perfect, but also it allows them to do like the dumb Muppety stuff while they're mm. telling this like really serious story. And you have yeah. that great bit was like, I'm uh, I'm Charles Dickens. I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> Charles Dickens was a... A, a, you know, a titan of literature from the Victorian era. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so and like, it's it's yeah, it's the little things there. Of, like they have all the all the Christmas Carol hallmarks, but like the mm. fact that his first job was working at a joke factory. Yeah, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. It was very very good. very good, and I also appreciated when. Uh, Gonzo as Dickens said, "All right, well, I'm going to go because this part's too scary for me, and I don't want to watch it. I'll cu- I'll catch up with you guys later." <laughs> You're like, "Oh, awesome! Can we do that?" <laughs> I mean, that oh, Christmas yet to come is not a nice bloke. No, no, bad bloke. <sighs> the hand on him, the 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 open. I'll tell you what, someone was like, "Gun to your head. Who do you want to face, Krampus or G- Christmas yet to come?" Krampus. Krampus. <sighs> Give Krampus a big kiss. Day of the week. Get- oh, tell you what, actually. <laughs> And again, if someone was like Krampus, Ghost of Christmas yet to come, Ghost of Christmas past, past, no, nothing to do with past. I would rather, I'd rather cop. Would you rather kiss Krampus? Yep. Or shake Ghost of Christmas to come? Kiss Krampus. Chris Krampus. Yeah. Chris. Chris Krampus. Chris Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? My name is uh, Chris Krampus. <laughs> Welcome to the Muppet Christmas Carol. I'm Chris Krampus. <laughs> what line of work are you in, Chris? Death. <laughs> I'm uh, big on Christmas and also murder. <laughs> Have a decoration. <laughs> and die. <laughs> Do you think if you face Krampus 
and there is a moment where you're both, he's coming at you with his ghostly, ghastly face, and you give him the Rizzo the rat kiss on the nose. Do you think he just lets you go? Yeah, yeah I think save the world. That's how, that's how you save, the, that's how you win. Yeah. That's how you get your that's wink. That's how we get out. Yeah. That's how you get a wink. You do that, yeah. he's giving you that wink. Yeah, and you survive. Everyone he, survives. He giggles like a schoolgirl first. <laughs> and then he gives you a double wink. Slowly transforms and he's the big giant <laughs> of Christmas oh, present. Because yeah. that's beautiful. who he was all along. He just needed yeah. a kiss on the nose. Well, let's talk about Ghost of Christmas Present because I loved him. Oh. oh, yeah. He was just, he made me so happy. Yeah. Because oh. he's in the present. He's in the present. He's living in the present. He's living in the present all the Fuck. time. This movie's so fucking good. Also, I love... Like I love how he comes in, he sings a song, and then Scrooge is just so happy, yeah, and then so crushed when he realizes that everybody hates him. Yeah, it's so again. We know that's going to happen because we know the story, but mm, the, mm. again, the way Michael Caine plays it. Oh man, was he nominated for a Golden Globe? Sure, he was nominated. You know what? While we're while we're doing this, I'm going to look that up. Have a look. Please do. Um, if you have if you have any, well, this, this movie more when when Muppets Christmas Carol came out, it was when Home Alone two got released. Okay, so I had stiff. Competition in the yeah. Christmas movie genre for that year. Big time. So I don't think it it took them by storm, but originally it was going to be uh, like straight to VHS <laughs> release. Waste. Or straight to television, I should say. Yeah, yeah. And then basically Disney or whoever read the script and said, no, no, this is going to be a feature. This is gonna yeah, be, yeah. yeah, let's do this right. I can't see you would have thought he would any get awards. A nomination for, you know, uh, musical or comedy. Did that category exist Maybe back in 92? Mm. Perhaps it didn't. It's really not up for anything. I think it's a Dark Knight situation. <laughs> they change the rules. Oh, hang on. No. One win, one nomination. Ah, oh. Fuck. It was up for a best. It was up for a Grammy. Oh, shit. Uh, best musical album for children. Album, okay. right. Uh, best. It was nominated for Best <laughs> for Direction adults. at the Fan. It won Best <laughs> Direction at the Fanta Festival. Um, the Fanta Festival, yeah. as in the drink Fanta? Uh, I'm trying to find out what the fuck the Fanta Festival is. The direction was very good. So this is Brian Hansen's first film directing. And midway through, Michael Caine, he didn't know that when he first signed on. And midway through, he's like, are you serious? This is your first feature film? <laughs> like, incredible. that's unreal. It's like an Italian film festival. Okay. Um, good work, Italy. It, yeah, it beat like a whole bunch of random... Like George Romero's won awards at this film okay. festival, so maybe it's like a weird like puppet fantasy one. Yeah. Did Kermit accept the award or? Oh, well, it was now best direction. It had been best oh, right, actor. He would right. have. Yeah. Man, I wonder what if they got the nominees. Do you reckon uh, we'll ever see a day where like the Academy do one of those? You know how they every year they have like a life achievement award. Yeah, yeah. Will Kermit the Frog win it? Jim Henson surely might. Get one. He'd have one already. Mm. Tell you what, since like we're getting back into the Muppets again in a big way, I've started following a Muppet, a couple of Muppet accounts on Twitter. Okay. And every now oh. and then they just post like really Show nice me those things. Later. <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's a great one the other day, which is just Jim Henson interviewing Frank Oz mm. about Miss Piggy. And so it's literally, it's the two of them, like as them, mm. except Frank Oz has got Miss Piggy. <laughs> and so Jim's talking to the camera about Miss Piggy and her appeal and how all these people like her. And Frank Oz is in this interview. As Miss Piggy, like he is, he's just sitting there going, like, and it's and it's him because yeah. you can see this like balding man, right? And Jim's dressing questions at Frank and also at Miss Piggy, <laughs> and Frank's just trying to make Jim Henson laugh the entire time. <laughs> That's awesome. And he gets him finally at the end when he's just like, "And uh, who are you again?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just warms my heart. Fucking love the Muppets. Yeah, it's that right blend of genuine comedy that that surprises you and makes you laugh. Like the kiss on the nose yeah. is a great example. And genuine heart. Like, there's very few sort of things that could do that. But they're also all trying. Like, mm. that's the thing. Like, the, the, the production value on this film, the effort going, no one's phoning it in. 
Oh no! It's like yeah. so, the, the the incidental Muppets, like these characters, are also like such fascinating creatures yeah. for where, like it just, oh boys, I love the fucking Muppets so much. I've watched two Muppet movies this year, and they've both been five stars. Mate, I need to give you those other ones. I'm so keen for Treasure Island. Oh, different because Tim Curry is doing a lot of winking in that one. I don't mind a wink, but the tone of that's different. Mm. Oh, mate. Hard for days. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. Got one of my favorite favorite dumb jokes. That they're doing a roll call at the start of like the ship is about to head off. Yeah. And they've got. So it's like you know, uh, hook hands Johnson. It's like here. It's like Axe McGillicuddy. Like all the uh, so Kermit's like this. You know, I've got this great crew and they're all fucking pirates. And he's like, Are we sure this? <laughs> anyway, the best one is there's old Tom. And it's like here. And it's like really old Tom. Here. Dead Tom. It's just a skeleton. It's like, <laughs> dead Tom? Dead Tom. And Fozzie just puts his hand in the skull and is like... <laughs> Do you love it more because it's Tom? No, I just yeah. love... and uh, Old Tom, really old Tom, and dead Tom being pirates. <laughs> and dead Tom is just a skeleton in the hat. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... It's that good version of silly. Yeah. Where there's something heartwarming about it because it is silly. But again, because they all care. Yeah. They all yes. give a shit. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, I'll ask the question. Yep. It might be redundant, but so were we scared? Did our characters act foolishly? How would we handle ourselves in this environment? So were we scared? Christmas passed, absolutely. She's yeah. terrifying. Genuinely, uh, yeah. Marley and Marley as a child used to fucking terrify the shit oh, out yeah, of me. Oh, yeah, that would do it, yeah. Um, as did Christmas yet to come. Mm. Yeah. So you know what? Yes. Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Not in the sense that we've had... In other films? No, not, not no, in no. us or a tall but grass. Very much in a, oh, that's just. Especially as, like, as, as grown men, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, that, that has the potential to be scary. I think, yeah, as a kid, having, oh, the Muppets, this is going to be a good old time, and then having those apparitions coming at you yeah. genuinely looking a bit creepy and awful mm-hmm. would yeah. be scary. Yep. It's, it's a no good. Yeah. Uh, did the character? What was it? Did the characters act, act wisely? For so Scrooge, I suppose. I think so. I mean, yeah, he what learned his he lesson. Do, really, he he, yeah. Yeah. he acts real wise. The only character that doesn't act wisely is Rizzo when he goes over the gate and then goes back through it. And <laughs> like, such a Brilliant. classic gag. Yeah, just when he's like, "Wait, you can go through the gate?" And he's like, "Yeah," and they just move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So yeah, I mean, Scrooge definitely acted well, like in the sense that he was someone who needed to learn a lesson, and he learned the lesson yeah. through and through. Yep, you know. So yeah, he definitely did. So how would we do in this set if we were the Scrooges of this? Oh, I don't know. If sh- Boys. Yeah. yeah. All right, let me just put this scenario out here. Mm. So I'm not going to talk to you about the ghosts. Okay. But if one of those ghosts showed you Kermit the Frog yeah. and his family yeah. and that sick boy yeah. and then sh- another ghost showed you Kermit the Frog grieving for that sick boy. Yeah. But but holding it in, it's, it's the restraint right? that breaks you. Oh. Dad takes a little bit longer to walk home these days. Oh, God, help me. Boys, we would fucking burn down every bank for a yeah. mile. I'll, be, I'll change my ways. Whatever it was I was doing, I'll stop immediately. There's no other way for this movie to go. No. Or us. No. We yeah. were in that role. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's too well structured. Fucking Kermit brings it home too strongly for anyone not to learn their lesson. I fucking love Kermit with all of my heart. He's just a fucking legend. <laughs> I think it's the most beautiful thing ever. I love Kermit with all my Carney, heart. Carney's face is just lit up like, at the moment. Like the fuck. smile on his face. I, like, is I wish beautiful. he was like. I wish he was real. I wish I could meet him. Sean, and shake his hand. Sean, so shake. No, I don't meet Sean. your heroes. Yeah. Sean, <laughs> he is real. He's real in here. He's pointing oh, yeah. to my heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's real in we all. Are. <laughs> fuck, he's 
the best. What a great movie. I'm definitely watching it again. I think I will too. <laughs> if, you, if someone genuinely needs to get their Christmas spirit back, I would recommend this movie. Yeah, 100%. Because <laughs> there was a point, um, there was one song I'm failing to remember what the name was. Where both of you kind of looked at me, Tom. I think I was like sort of humming a log because yeah, I was like, "Oh, I remember." It's when, it's when Christmas yeah. present comes. It's whatever song he yes. sings. Yeah, you were humming to it, and then Tom was like, "You watch this every Christmas, don't you?" Dan? Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah," and I just yeah. like today, I just got my Christmas spirit back. I'm yeah. like, I'm ready for Christmas now. I might even go home and watch it tonight. Just do, just just even have it on the background so you can have the songs happening. You can turn around and. See the dancing of Scrooge. Oh, his dance is so like it's a terrible dance. It's so dorky, but, it's but amazing. It's yeah. fucking great because this is he's letting loose. He's oh, it's so fucking good. It's, it's so good. It's incredible. If they made this movie again today, Michael Caine could still play Scrooge. A one hundred percent. Oh, please do, and he should. Yeah, yeah. I genuinely the only other person who'd have as much fun would be someone like Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> oh yeah, he'd be very good. I think when we watched it, we talked about like could De Niro do it? Could Pacino? Mm. Pacino. <laughs> Pacino would go full on into it. Mm. De Niro would ham it up and fuck it up and yeah, phone it in yeah. it. And Glenn Close. Oh, Sean, you've completely blown my mind. But she would. You could put her in anything. Oh, yeah, Sean. Yeah. If we if we if we're like yeah, yeah. changing the gender of Scrooge Go for it, mate. to Edna Scrooge. Mm. Yeah. Glenn Close, another strong candidate, Emma Thompson. Oh Ooh, yes. she loves a Christmas movie. One. Yeah. Two, she would give it everything she had. Yeah. Three, she can sing. I think. Home run. Out of the park. How do we make this happen? She I really want to see a Glenn Close version of this movie. I mean, to be fair, you're not wrong. It'd be pretty good. <laughs> Although we've already got the perfect five star version of it. Yeah. yeah. Are we? Are we being greedy? We're asking too yeah, much. We're being, we're being yeah. Scrooge. We're being. We're, yeah. This is the lesson we need to learn. All right. Fuck it. Tiny Tim lives. We we'll take it all back. Oh, the movie lives forever. In our hearts. We did it, guys. And in real life. Well as as, as a Christmas. Spirit. Everybody well done, should team. watch this. And they should tweet us and tell us how much they fucking love it. Do you know it. what I can't wait for it when we continue watching scary films? Is we'll watch a scary film and then immediately watch a Christmas Carol after <laughs> it. <from laughs> this it is our be, go-to. It should be the thing, yeah. Oh, that's oh. a brilliant idea. Yeah. Well, that's all the scaredy talk slash Christmas talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. And I've been Tom. And if you scaredy listeners have any comments about this episode or want to say hi or let us know some scary movies that you would like us to watch, you can email us on threescaredboys at gmail.com. Now, I did have someone uh, message us on Facebook who quite rightly pointed out every week or every episode I say three scared boys, but don't state whether it is the number three or the word three. It is both. I've been waiting for someone to kind of comment on this. So I just got both emails. They direct to the one email account. <laughs> I was going to suggest just send two emails and you know, hope for the best. Hope for the best. That's great. Send it to either one. I've got it covered, guys. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, do do email us and we'll have a mailbag episode or something like that at, um, at yeah. some point. Just on the, just to, I just want to make a disclaimer real quick. Yeah, yeah. You can suggest horror movies for us. We'll love it. Um, if you suggest something really fucked, we just won't watch it. So just like keep it on our level. Yeah, keep no, it on our level. No, some realistic offers. Go, go with whatever you want. Sean. We just might not do it. Yeah, correct. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can yeah. offer us like, you can be like, hey, you boys should watch Midsummer," And yeah. I've already seen it, so I don't have to. But mm. I know that these, these other two just no. won't. So don't do that. I mean, that. you're talking to three men who chose Muppets Christmas Carol as one of their scaredy movies. So. Yes. Yeah. I guess if you're also like a scaredy boy or scaredy girl, send an email to that address. I don't know. Just tell us about your scaredy Yeah, journey. please share your experience. We're all on this journey together, boys and girls. Uh, and if you do want to talk to us on Twitter as well, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Orchid Trade. Stay scared, everyone.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.